0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The state of Montana is continuing to oppose allowing Montanans to update gender markers on birth certificates. The state health department has asked the Montana Supreme Court to suspend a district court judge's order allowing Montanans to update those gender markers on birth certificates. The order was issued earlier this month. The Department of Public Health and Human Services argues that the Yellowstone County District Court, quote, lacks authority to order the department to return to the 2017 rule, which permits Montanans to update their gender marker on their birth certificates by using an online form. The department is requesting that Montana's highest court take the case. In April, District Judge Michael Moses temporarily enjoined SB 280 and then clarified both verbally and in writing this month that the department would be required to return to the 2017 rule and process applications for gender marker changes as litigation continued. Moses' clarification came after the DPHHS made permanent an emergency rule that barred transgender Montanans from being able to update those gender markers. Quote, at a minimum, the court should clarify that the scope of the district court's order can only apply to plaintiffs Marquez and Doe, lawyers said in a footnote, referencing the two transgender Montanans who brought the case against the department. A former Montana governor who was later the leader of the National Republican Party told business leaders in downtown Billings on Monday that without a return to common-sense solutions, Respect for government institutions and fidelity to the state and federal constitutions, regardless of political party, the country risks losing its democracy. Speaking to the Billings downtown rotary, Mark Roscoe said America's democracy, while old, is still fragile and voluntary. Quote, our future has yet to be written yet, Roscoe said. He described being spurred to action when he read that a poll reported 34% of American citizens thought it was fine to take violent action against the government. Quote, I was stunned when I saw that question. It is never appropriate. Our Constitution is a social contract where we agree to abide by the spirit and terms of the Constitution. There's no clause for insurrection. The former Montana governor referenced a famous story about Benjamin Franklin being asked after the Constitutional Convention whether America was going to be a monarchy or a republic, and Franklin replied, a republic if you can keep it. Roscoe, quote, that is the existential question we face now. Can we keep our republic? Roscoe continued, there are ominous and unmistakable signs. He said when he was governor, Gilles got done by talking across the table, reasoning together, working together. He said that the biggest difference in time between now and when he was governor is the advent of social media and the internet. In place of conversations, the former governor said, now it is just mindless electronic rituals. There's all this hateful piffle, he continued. Don't get me wrong, the Internet is a wonderful thing in so many ways, but is also pitiful the damage that is done by spreading misinformation, which has no basis in fact. You have to demand that the rule of law, not by banging your shoes, but by outlining clearly your actions. Those Republicans, my party, have not recognized the rule of law. The banging your shoes remark refers to the then Soviet Union leader Nikita Khrushchev's habit of taking off a shoe and banging it on a table to show his displeasure at various meetings of the United Nations in the early 1960s. We reported to you earlier this week that the University of Montana counted its largest incoming class in six years at 1,351 up 6% from last year. Enrollment is also up at Montana State University. MSU Bozeman touted its second largest incoming class, 3,752 new first-time college students. The campus noted 1,401 were Montana residents, an increase from last fall, 1381. MSU posted a total enrollment of 16,668. That's down from the record in 2018. However, MSU has seen growth in the last decade. It touts itself as the only campus in the state to ever enroll more than 16,000 students. Retention was 75.2% at MSU, And the university says it saw increases in retention rates specifically for part-time students and transfer students. In a news release, MSU announced it had set enrollment records for minority students. It said American Indian Native Alaska enrollment was its second highest at 776, a total that represent 9% growth in five years. The U.S. Department of Justice has announced it will provide more than $246 million in grants to Native American and Alaska Native communities for improvements in law enforcement and justice. Tribal officials expressed gratitude for the infusion of money, but many had a request, make sure it doesn't get intercepted at the state level. Quote, I want it to go directly to the tribes. I don't want it to go to the state. That's Joel Jackson, council for organized village of Kaki, a Native American area in southeast Alaska. cited a $10 million allocation announced in 2019 by then U.S. Attorney General William Barr that was supposed to help villages. It never made it. Where did the money go? I've asked time and again, he asked. Lenora Hooch, Tribal Director of the native village of Emanac, a Yipik government in the lower Yukon River, said it's a mistake to rely on the state for public safety. Quote, after 5 p.m., the answering machine is on and is directed to the Fairbanks Dispatcher, located 530 miles to the northeast. 500 miles away, the dispatcher asks what's going on. The caller responds, we need help right now, family violence, children involved. Then we wait to learn if anybody will come. Too many times, no one comes. The Flathead County Sheriff's Office is looking for leads after more than 11 dogs were left abandoned in the Hungry Horse Reservoir area on Friday. In a press release, authorities say private parties picked up the dogs, which were Husky and Shepherd mixes, and turned them over to animal control officers. From there, they were taken to the county animal shelter. Several of the dogs were in rough shape and tested positive for virus. One of the dogs may have been shot, according to Fish, Wildlife and Parks. The dogs are not up for adoption at this time. Governor Greg Gianforte joined officials from the Montana Department of Natural Resources and Conservation, and the city of Helena to talk about active forest management to reduce the risk of wildfire. The press conference comes in the wake of recent multiple fires in the wildland-urban interface of Helena, and served as a last stop on Gianforte's 56-county tour this year. The two fires. The Mount Helena Fire and Grizzly Gulch Fire burned about 50 acres combined. Gene Forty said small fires are easier to put out than big fires, quote, which is why we adopted the policy of aggressive attack on all fires and asked our federal partners to do the same. If you need to hear this report again, Please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners now in 48 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 26 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio network, including KMEH. 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.